Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this podcast is our audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about the progress of our game, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our digital alchemist, TJ Edisernia. Hello. And uh, this podcast is going to be, I don't know, maybe not that different, but usually I get a build and play it and know what changes you've made before we start the podcast. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we have some circumstances going on where we wanted to record a bit early and the build's not really out yet, but I think you've made some progress. Yeah, definitely made good progress on the server end. Kind of started off with the chat. Had to update the chat system a bit more, make sure it was... You know, like resize, make sure it goes away when you go to the main menu so you can't keep using it. And I guess one of the bigger things for it is how to toss on a word filter that is more easy to use than the one that Photon gives us by default. Yeah, and also the it's weird because the free version has the word filter, or like the profanity filter, and then the, the first paid version doesn't have the profanity filter so we like are expecting to use that first paid version and not have to go up to the next tier right away so like it's weird that they don't let you have their profanity filter i guess i guess they do maybe but i think we had to pay like a lot for it yeah i'm pretty sure they did it on a subscription you'd have to pay on a monthly basis which yeah it was like so much for photon and then the profanity filter was like that again so it like basically doubled the price yeah which the one that i got off from uh the unity store was just a straight single cost of 24 dollars and it works just the same as the other one it's up this time i can actually use it on other things because now we got the uh when you're making your account for the first time if your name goes against the filter then it'll flag it and prevent you from making your account oh yeah that's awesome then works a million times better than the one i had previously made because i was trying to do it based off just like a short tutorial guide of a simple one but it's the filter is so much more complex than a simple small clump of code yeah so having a pre-made system for it is just a lot more reasonable to actually have in the game yeah i think a lot of coding is like that like you just want to get something that someone else already wrote and put it in instead of trying to make it from scratch yeah happens a lot and especially since like something like this there's no reason to ever really make your own when somebody else has already done it and their version is gonna be most likely better than yours and works perfectly fine anyways yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to test it out by uh, having my friends just kind of spitball a bunch of different words or phrases or anything else they could think of to see if it would go through. <laughs> what are friends for? Inappropriate, <laughs> inappropriate chat comments. They definitely did well at supplying it. Because there's certain words that, like if you piece together certain words, it'll flag it because it's not an actual word in any way. Compared to other more standard words, like the one we've been using as an example, assassin gets passed through because it's a real word that has profanity in the spelling. 
Yeah, does it still cover a lot of the stuff that people do, like where you put spaces between the letters and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it covers all those. Yeah, that's awesome then. And it does have some other optional things that is on for now. Like if somebody uses an excessive amount of, I think it was both capitalized letters or exclamation points, it'll flag it. Like if you type out a full long-winded sentence in all caps, it'll flag that. Or if you type out a sentence and then you have 50 exclamation points, that gets flagged as well. Yeah, that's probably good for keeping chat under control. Yeah. The other. Oh, private chats. That was the other part of it I was working on. It looks like having a private chat channel seems to work just fine. If you have somebody on your friends list, you can now just click on them, click open up private chat. The only thing that's a bit weird about it is you can talk to them even if they're not online. Oh, <laughs> does it save it uh, for messages for when they get back online? I gotta test it more, see if it does. It should, based off how the other chat does. If it does, then that's kinda awesome. If it works like how the standard chat's been working, then so long as one of you is online, the other one will get it immediately and just get all the messages. Or, I think 10. It backtracks to 10 messages. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to look at, like, is there a solid kind of easy way to see is this player online or offline but it might just be a bit more effort than it's worth because it'll have to it might have to just kind of connect to playfab and see is this playfab player actively in the server yeah and just like gray out the chat button if they're not yeah yeah that might be a good idea <laughs> i mean it would be cool if you can leave people messages though like hey next time you're you know on you know Here's blah, blah blah or whatever. Like that might be, might actually be useful if it works. But if not, then you know blocking the chat when they're not online makes sense. Yeah, I've seen some other games do it where you can still message them, but if they're offline, you'll receive a message back saying this player is no longer online. Yeah, if we were going to do that, then it would make sense to just gray out the chat button when they're not online. Yeah, just at that point, might as well stop you from sending a message in the first place yeah although what happens if you're chatting and the person goes offline does it you have to have something for that case i guess because then you'd have the chat open and they'd be offline oh yeah. yeah i guess in that case it would make sense where it says this player is offline and then you can just close out of it right on that's cool so we got like most of our chat stuff. Do we have like friend requests working yet? Like where you have to like actually approve the friend request before you're a friend with someone? Yeah. Yeah, I ended up getting that working. It was kind of a bit more of <laughs> a roundabout method than I thought it would be. So what's going on now is that if you send a request, it'll basically go into their profile for a quick instant and update them to have uh, your account name and your account ID. The player themselves can't see the ID, but they, once they log in, or once they load into a different dungeon or something, they'll get a piece of mail, and that mail will say, like, this player wants to be your friend, have their name and everything. Yeah. If you accept it, it'll then backtrack to the player who sent it, and do another little thing where the next time they load into a dungeon or they log in, it'll accept the receiver's friend request. So, it's kind of weird about how it goes about it, but... It works now where, like, you get the piece of mail, if you accept it, they become your friend, and once they log in, you become their friend. Awesome. Yeah, that was one of the things that we were still waiting on, was friend requests to work right. Yeah, so now you have to f be friends with someone that agrees to be friends with you, and then you can, like, chat with them privately. Yeah. So that's, 
yeah that solves a lot of the problems that we are having yeah it adds them to the friends list and you can see the profile add a, do a private chat i also added on a little thing where you can send a friend request when you're looking at somebody's profile so if you're just viewing people in town you can toss the request if you ever feel like it yeah awesome yeah that was definitely something that we wanted to have so like when you view someone's profile it'll have and you're not friends it'll have a button that says like add as a friend or whatever yeah and then if you view a profile that you're friends with then it'll have a button that says like chat yeah i have to update that part of it because i think you can set a friend request with somebody you're already friends with it won't do anything because the game knows that you're friends with them already but yeah. the button is still there. Yeah, we should probably get rid of that that button <laughs> just so it's not like confusing to people because they'll they'll think like I am friends with them, right? <laughs> yeah, you see it and you think we're friends. <laughs> yeah, no need to confuse the players with that. That's awesome. I was trying to think of what other stuff we had that needed wrapped up. We're getting very close to to done. Yeah, I was looking through it and in terms of like the big stuff that needs to be in the game before we can test it. It seems like we more or less got just about everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I want to get the test realm open like ASAP, really. Like, <laughs> just uh, as soon as it's ready, like, I think we'll just post in the Discord that it's open, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we got to look at uh, Steam and see what they got going on for that. Yeah, for sure. That's why I remember that being on the list of things to do. We got to get our, um, we got to talk to the lawyer and get our license agreement, end user license agreement, and privacy policy updated before people can get in there. And then um, we got to see what Steam actually needs to start letting people in because right now the only way to get access to it on steam is to be like registered basically in our um, steamworks account as a dev and i really don't want to have to like list a whole bunch of people as like devs in there you know even though they all they have access to is like playing the game it's still kind of weird to have them on the steamworks account yeah i can agree to that because i know steam has early access but that's open to the public it's not like a private beta type of thing yeah, I mean, I know that I was looking at it at one point. I know that there is like a spot where it has like a, a demo section, like it's not early access or, or like some or like open beta or anything like that. It's like open for testers, basically. Uh, I know I saw that in there, so. Yeah, I'd imagine something like that would have maybe like an invite link or something that a code that you put into Steam lets you onto it. And also for people that, that do help us test, um, it's not finalized yet, but Ben did post the initial sketch of the uh, tester reward cosmetic, I guess, which is a, like a pennant that has like a bug on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that thing. Did you happen to see it yet? Yeah, I was looking. I was trying to think, of, why is there a beetle on it? it? took me a moment to think, oh, you know, that's probably for bugs. You're a play tester searching for bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's gonna have a big, it has a big bug on the pennant. So you get like a little flag that that goes behind you. It's it's gonna be an artifact, um, and I think it's gonna be a rare artifact, so that it's not like a unique legendary artifact that people can't get any other way. You know, that way it's not like some like locked item. You know functionally it's just going to be a locked item as a cosmetic yeah 
Yeah, I feel like that's a reasonable way to do it, because, I mean, when you lock an exclusive item that has powerful benefits, that's just kind of painful to other players, but when it's a cool cosmetic, that's a bit more reasonable. Yeah. And then I think if Ben has time, he's also going to do, like, a hammer, like a bug-squashing hammer. <laughs> So I'm excited to see that, but hopefully the next episode he can be on it with us and maybe talk about it a little bit. Yeah, we finally got that. That was one of our other things to do on our to-do list was to get the the reward cosmetic set up so that when we do have our testers, we can show them the reward for helping us test. Yeah, I definitely like the concept of it because, I don't know, I feel like trying to think of what do you get for just playtesting the game. Games will do something generic with... It's just like a standard item that you might see in the game anyways, but this one follows a natural concept of you are a playtester, this is a reward for a playtester. Yeah, and, and in the future, I feel like I feel like we could maybe, if we have, um, I don't know if there will be a test realm like post-launch where we like test updates before they go into the real game. I'm not sure if that's something that will happen or not, but... You know, there might be, like, a way to get it later on, too. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, that one's definitely not a bad idea. I know a lot of games tend to do that, but honestly, the games that do it are much larger. Before they test stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Although, in terms of adding it, at least it's not hard. Because it would just be a different server that you give that server build to uh, certain players that are allowed to test it does remind me, speaking of giving items to players, I'm pretty sure I got it set now so that things like the mail and codes that are available to players can actually be locked out. Like if we have a code that's available for a certain amount of time, we can make it expire so that players that come afterwards can no longer use it. Oh yeah, that was something that we needed because like the only way to get rid of it before was to like delete the whole code out. But now we can have like a history of, of codes and like rewards and stuff that we've given out and, and know like, you know, maybe like for the holiday season we gave like a reward code or something uh, or like a mail item that had, you know, something. And then the next year when it comes around again, we can like have the history of what we gave out the year before without having to like, you know, delete stuff out. Yeah. So that'll be handy. It made me realize a bug that was in the game that is definitely good that it's gone now. There's a little issue where if you typed in a code, but the code wasn't available in any way, it would save the fact that you typed it in. So if it ever did become a code, you would be locked out of it because you tried to use it before. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a weird bug that... <laughs> like why why would you be like just type I guess people would just type in codes and see if anything works <laughs> yeah on the off chance that they did they would just lock themselves out of a bunch of random codes <laughs> right on yeah, I'm trying to think what else even needs done now or, or if there's anything else that you've you worked on yeah, it was more or less just those friends in the chat system which is a pretty good amount to get done but i guess now it's starting to shift towards a larger focus towards the bugs that are in the game which i think we could even get the test realm up while some of the known bugs still exist you know and then people can test them even more <laughs> So, so I think we're, we're getting very close. I think really getting with the lawyer and getting that license agreement is the last step before the test realm can go live and, 
I think just setting up an appointment with them is probably the last thing that we kind of need to do. Yeah, we're kind of at that point where that is really just the task, I guess. I do want to, uh, I do want to reset my character like in its entirety, so I have to make my new account, so I can make sure players can make a new account without breaking something. Right. Yeah, and. Honestly, like, it seems like in the past, even if you delete your account, stuff kind of lingers. So, like, you also want to test with just, like, a completely new email, I think. Yeah, see what happens, because wouldn't want a fresh player log logging on for the first time, and then they can't make it to town, or they can't connect to the server, or they can't even make a character or anything like that. Or the opposite, they log in and they already have, like, an inventory or something. <laughs> Log in, your character's maxed out. You got every item in the game. <laughs> and I guess there probably should be a little note somewhere, or not a little note, a clear note that tells the player that all purchases aren't active. Like, you can purchase, but it doesn't take any money. Oh, yeah, for the test realm. Yep. Yeah, because it's in, like, sandbox purchase mode. Yeah, and unless you've been following along with stuff, you wouldn't really know that. Unless, like, you would have to click on the purchase, and then it would tell you... In Small text sandbox mode. Yeah, I think even like the other devs don't know that sometimes. <laughs> I know we've told everybody, but it seems like nobody like tests buying stuff. It's one of those things where you look at it and you can be told like, yeah, this won't take any money from you. But there's just that feeling of, I don't trust this. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like you're purchasing something. Because like otherwise it's, it's basically like that's what it is. You're testing purchasing something, so... So it, it looks exactly like what it would look like if you were buying something for real, so... <laughs> yeah, it gives you that full UI of the Steam store page and everything. I did have, like, some ideas, like, maybe turning purchases on and, and letting people buy stuff for real. And then getting that once again, once the actual game launched. But I think it's easier just to have the sandbox mode and then and then the real mode once the game is live. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like, if anything, you can get away with real purchases when the game is in, like, an alpha or the playtest mode on Steam, where early access, that's what it is. If it's in early access, then it's kind of a bit more sensible, because you have the promise of, this character's not going to be deleted. You're just letting people know that the game isn't in its fully completed state. But I feel like for us, by then, it would be fully completed, so we wouldn't really need early access. Yeah. We need, like, maybe should have had this on the list, but we kind of need, like, a uh, news pop-up when you first log in. Like, every time you log in, it should pop up with, like, whatever is on the bulletin board under news, maybe. And then you could do, like, a don't show me this again until there's an update. Oh, yeah. yeah that, you know what I mean? But that way it would pop up every time they logged in and say, like, this is the test realm. You know, purchases aren't real. Your character will be deleted after a certain date or whatever, and then the game will go live or whatever. Yeah, I might have to get that in place, because, like, even after the test realm, that is something that can still be useful. You know, you're logging in after an update, and then it just gives you info about the new updates and such. For sure. It would kind of also add on one of the things that, or gets rid of one of the things that bothers me about games, because you're, you're playing a game, and you get updates kind of consistently on a lot of games, but when you log into the game, you don't know what happened, you don't know what updated, unless you go hunting for it online. Oh yeah. No, I definitely want to change log in the game, 
and then the news will have like a slimmed down version of that like you know and and have any kind of upcoming stuff but i think we're set up where we have that information in game so people won't have to hunt for it as long as we update it when we post new builds and stuff yeah just gotta make sure it does get updated because i know i have a tendency not to update it but i feel like that's just because it's in a more testing phase so i know it works which is the most important part of it yeah i think once we go live we'll have a checklist you know that is like okay we're gonna push the build and then you check off that you updated the build number updated the change log maybe like i update the news and that kind of stuff and then once we're all like checked off on it then we can push the build yeah yeah, something like that once once we're live and, and not just testing stuff. Help to avoid any mistakes in the process. Do we have any other topics? We do, but I think so. Right on. We're we're about to the almost to the thirty minute mark in our recording. <laughs> it's always funny when I edit these because uh, the listener will notice that the podcasts are usually like twenty to twenty two minutes probably. Mm-hmm. maybe 25 and we almost always record for like 30 to 35 minutes so that's how much i edit out like that's literally how much i say um and like <laughs> and and stuff any of the useless little bits that end up in there <laughs> yeah yeah and and it's kind of funny because like when we're recording we're obviously not in the same room so there is a little bit of delay so there's like space between like i'll say something and then it takes you a little bit to respond and then same you know, when you say something it takes me a little bit so i edit all that space empty space out so it sounds like we're just replying to each other instantly without having to think about what we're saying <laughs> makes it makes for better listening yeah that definitely makes sense instead of just long pauses of just thinking yeah absolutely and with that i think we'll start wrapping this up thank you so much for listening to the end of this podcast we really appreciate your interest in our game if this is your first time listening or you're not in our discord you definitely want to go to knobcat.com there's a bunch of information there and stuff to look at and then there's also the link to our discord and that's where we post all of our updates and that's where the uh, test realm information is going to be for for people that want to hop in and help us test once that is up we also have our social media we have instagram and twitter which are both at dungeons obelisk and if you're listening to this podcast and there's a spot where you can re- leave a review like i know spotify and itunes both have places where you can leave a review give us five stars and and say something nice because that'll help people find our game also i stream playtesting on twitch.tv slash star rambler you know every time tj gives me a build i try to hop on and and play test that so people can see how it's going and i think that's everything um we'll see you in two weeks bye see you